Well, good morning, church. Welcome to Easter Sunday at Canyon Hills Online. Whether you're gathering uh, in your home, sitting on the floor or on the couch, just let me welcome you to this wonderful Easter Sunday and celebration. So glad that you're here. So glad that you're watching. This Easter, I want to talk with you about why. Why followers of Jesus really believe something. Why do we believe that Easter changes everything? I want to talk with you about why followers of Jesus believe that Jesus coming alive after three days of being dead really changes everything for us. You see, Jesus, before he came to earth to be forgiven for sins, you had to do something. The Father, God the Father required you to do something. And that something was you had to sacrifice a lamb to pay for your sins. Because sacrificing a lamb proved that you were sorry for your sins. Sacrificing that lamb paid off the debt that you owed God for your sins. Sacrificing that lamb provided an example for others that the penalty for sin is death. So folks, if you wanted to be right with God, you had to do that. Because God is holy, God is pure, and sin is a serious thing with a holy God. So when you sacrificed your lamb, you were saying to God the Father, I confess I've sinned. I, I believe that I need to do this. Please accept this lamb as a payment for my sins. And Father, I will begin to live in a way that's acceptable and pleasing unto you. Forgive me, Father. So listen close. The Bible tells us clearly that Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God. That he came to be the Lamb of God. The Bible tells us that he came to earth to be the last Lamb to pay for our sins. He came to earth to be the last Lamb to shed blood for our sins. Jesus Christ came to earth to do away with the old way of paying for sins and to provide a new way for paying for sins. So when Jesus came to earth, folks, listen, he came to die. And we don't think about that much, but when he came to earth, Jesus came to die. He came to pay for the sins of the world with his blood once and for all. He came to pay for my sins. He came to pay for your sins with his blood the blood of the lamb, once and for all. And he came to do that. Why? To give you and me something very special. To give you and me a fresh start with him. Because this day that we call Easter, we need to understand that Jesus Christ is no longer on the cross. We need to understand that Jesus is no longer on the tomb. Because on this day that we call Easter, Jesus sat up and Jesus stepped out of the tomb. He's no longer in the tomb. He's alive. Folks, I need you to understand as we celebrate this Easter that Jesus lives. The Lamb of God lives. The truth is this. Easter changes everything because the Lamb of God lives. He lives for you and me. And what happened on that first Easter changes everything for every part of our lives today. Take a look at this scripture on the screen. It says, Jesus, the living lamb, 
He says it this way, I am the resurrection and the life. In other words, I'm the one who gives life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. So listen, God the Father had the power to raise God the Son back to life again. And God the Father has the power to raise you and me to life again after we die. Yes, Jesus died to pay for your sins, but then he was raised to life again. So one day he could raise you to a new life again in heaven. His resurrection, folks, changes everything. The Bible says this, if Christ has not been raised from death, then we have nothing to preach and you have nothing to believe. If Christ has not been raised, then your faith is a delusion and you are still lost in your sins. Listen, if Jesus didn't rise, we've got nothing to believe. Literally, we've got nothing to preach. Christianity has no value. If the lamb that was slain to pay for the sins of the world did not rise from the dead, there's no no reason for us to even be celebrating this day that we call Easter. But listen close now. Jesus did rise from the dead. Jesus is alive today, seated at the right hand of the Father. The Apostle Paul says this, after he saw Jesus alive, after Jesus had died, Paul said this, Christ has been raised from the dead. He is the first of a great harvest of all who have died. Folks, the lamb that was slain is alive. He's not on the cross. He's not in the tomb. He's alive. And if you're sitting there in your family room and you're watching this today, can I get an amen? All of God's people said, amen. He's alive. So what's the difference that that makes for you and me? Why does that change everything for you and me today? Well, first of all, because the lamb lives, his purpose for coming is still possible. It's still possible. His purpose for coming to pay for your sins to provide a place for you to live in heaven, to provide a way for you to be forgiven, that's all still possible. And Jesus, because he's alive today, he's still in that same business today. And what is his business? Take a look at this. Jesus tells us, he says, I have come in order that you might have, what? Have life. And life in all of its fullness. What is his business? Jesus is in the life-giving business. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Jesus didn't come to condemn you. He came to change you and to change me. Jesus was dead, but then his life changed. And so you may be feeling like you're spiritually dead today, but Jesus can make you alive. He can change your life. Now notice in this scripture the word save. He came to save us because, folks, that's what we needed. We didn't need another good teacher. We needed somebody to save us. We needed a Savior. We needed someone who was willing and worthy to pay for our sins. We needed someone who was holy and pure to pay for our sins. And so Jesus took your place He paid for your sins. And then Jesus came to life again. 
And Jesus says, I came to give you life. I came to save you from the penalty of sin. I came to give you freedom from eternal death. And instead, that you might experience eternal life with me in heaven forever and ever and ever. So here's the question this Easter. Have you received this gift of life that Jesus came to offer you? Have you received that gift of life in heaven from Jesus? First, because the lamb lives, his purpose for coming is still possible. He can give you the gift of life. But second, his power is still available. Because the lamb lives, his power for you today is still available. Now, I don't know about you, but everybody wants more power. (laughs) I mean, you got a boat and you load it down with full of people at the river. What do you want? You want more power. You got a sand rail and you can't make it to the top of the sand dune. Man, what is what what is that thing that you want? You want more power. You got a, a motor home and you can't seem to drive it over the summit going more than 20 miles an hour. What do you want? You want more power. Running a marathon, you hit mile 12. What in the world do you want? Man, you want more power. Folks, everybody needs more power for something. But only Jesus Christ, the lamb that lives, has the kind of power that you really need for living. The Bible says this, I pray that you'll begin to understand how incredibly great, look at this, his power is to help those who believe him. The same mighty power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. So listen close now. That same power that caused the heart of Jesus Christ in the tomb to begin beating again. The same power that caused the lungs of Jesus Christ to begin breathing again. That same power is available to you. Listen, folks. The same power that makes dead things live again is the power that is available to you. Now you might be thinking, what do I need that kind of power for? Well, the question is, have you ever felt powerless to change some situation in your life? Have you ever felt powerless to overcome some addiction that was controlling your life? Have you ever felt powerless to change some sinful direction that you were going in your life? The truth is this, God's power, God's power is available to you. And sometimes you simply need power to do something else, and that's to start over, to make a fresh start. Some of you may feel like Humpty Dumpty. You've fallen down, and now you're broken. And so you've tried to summon all the power around you to make you whole again. You've summoned all the king's horses and and all the king's men, but no one could put you back together again. But God has a different kind of power. God has a power that can put you back together again and make you really live again. The truth is this, God has the power to mend you. God has the kind of power that can raise you to a new and better life. God raised the lamb back to life. And hate can raise you to a new and better life, even starting today. 
Then, folks, sometimes there are other times when you don't need power to start over, but you simply need power to stay, to keep on going. The question is this, have you ever gotten halfway through a project and you've run out of steam? Have you ever gotten halfway through your career and you wondered, is this all there is? I don't know if I have the strength to keep going. Maybe you've been married for quite some time and, and, and you look at your marriage and you think, is staying together even possible? But listen, God is a source of both starting power and he's a source of staying power. So the question is, are you experiencing his power today in your life? And if not, you can. Because God says this. Look at this on the screen. Paul, one of Christ's followers, says this. I have the strength to face all conditions by the power that who gives me? That Christ gives me. Listen, you don't have to struggle through life on your own power. You can have a power that's far, far beyond your own. No matter what you're going through, God's power is adequate. God's power for you is available for you right here, right now, in this life today. Because the Lamb lives, His power for overcoming is still available. Whether it's staying power that you need or starting over power, it's available to you. And then third, his promises. Because the lamb lives, his promises are still reliable. Folks, dead people can't keep promises. But Jesus can because he lives. Jesus is alive. The Bible says this. He carries out and fulfills all of God's promises. Jesus carries out and fulfills all of God's promises. Then the Bible goes on and says one of, one of the promises to us. It states one of the promises, and it goes like this. And my God will meet all of your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Man, what a great promise that is for right here and right now. That's a promise that every one of us need right now. The truth is this, the living Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, meets the needs of those who follow him. So follow Jesus. Commit your life to Jesus. Follow Jesus Christ because he promises to meet all of your needs as well as your greatest need, your need for forgiveness and your need of heaven. Jesus also makes this promise. I tell you the truth. Whoever hears my words and believes in him who sent me, which is God the Father, has eternal life. He will not be judged, but has already passed from death to life. In this promise, Jesus deals with our, our greatest need. The truth is this, everybody's terminally ill. Not one of us is going to leave this earth without dying. We're all going to die. We're, none of us are going to live together forever on earth. But Jesus here is saying that death is just a transfer from this life to eternal life. Jesus is saying that death is just a passing on from an earthly life to eternal life. You know, just like the Disney shuttle shuttles you from your car to the park. Death is just like a shuttle that shuttles followers of Jesus Christ from your earthly home to your heavenly home. Death for a follower of Jesus is just a transfer because Jesus says once again, 
Whoever hears my words and believes in him who sent me has what? Has eternal life. That's life with God in heaven for all eternity. And he will not be judged because he's already passed. He's already already transferred from death to life. Folks, I want you to know this morning that I don't fear death. I don't fear death because I know what happens after death. I live on with my Savior and my Lord, Jesus Christ, in heaven for all eternity. So the question is, how do you come to that place where you have no fear about dying, no fear about death? You can. You can come to that place. Because take a look at this. The Bible says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You can be saved from the penalty of your sins by confessing that Jesus is Lord and believing in your heart that God the Father raised him from the dead. And then the scripture, Jesus goes on and says himself, and he says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and I will eat with that person and they with me. You can be saved from the penalty of your sins by receiving Jesus Christ into your heart and life, by opening the door of your heart to him and inviting him to come in. And so how are you saved? How do you gain this life with Jesus Christ after you die? You simply confess that he's Lord. You believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and then you receive him into your life. It's that simple to receive the gift of life after death. It's that simple to become a Christian, to become a Christ follower. But listen, becoming a Christian is not somebody who just goes to church on site or online. A Christian is one who follows the words and the ways of Jesus Christ, the Savior, the living Lamb. It's that simple, and you can decide to do those things today. And if you do, the living Lamb can begin to change literally everything for you. Especially, he can make it possible for you to live again with him in heaven after you die. This morning, I want to share a few facts with you. Kind of the the, the bottom line for this whole Easter message. Here are the facts. Fact, God created this planet. Fact, God placed you on this planet. Fact, yes, we've made mistakes on this planet. Fact, yes, we've sinned over and over on this planet. Fact, Yes, we've got to have a Savior on this planet. Fact, Jesus, the Lamb slain, is God the Savior. He's God the Son. Fact, Jesus took the penalty for all that you've done. Fact, Jesus paid for your sins with His blood. Fact, but Jesus came alive again. Fact, Jesus lives today in heaven. Fact, Jesus can cause you to live in heaven. But the question is this. How can you know for sure that all of that is true? It's simple. It's because Jesus lives in my heart. And I've experienced him in my heart. There's an old song that I grew up with in church that says, he walks with me, he talks with me, and he tells me that I'm his own. And I've experienced him sharing that with me. 
And you can have that kind of experience as well. I've experienced his love, his forgiveness, peace, his comfort, his joy, his grace, his healing, all of those kinds of things, his provision, his power beyond my own, his strength beyond my own. I've experienced all of those things in my life, and that's why I know those things are true, and I know you can experience them too. Now, a few days ago, I had a birthday. Some of you know that. And on my birthday, I turned 66. <laughs> and I confess that all of my life, I wanted to be 66. I wanted those two, those two numbers to come true in my life. I wanted to be 66, but not in age. I wanted to be 66 in height. But that never came true. But I want you to also know that I've been a follower of Jesus for 59 of those 66 years. And I've spent 43 of those 66 years in full-time ministry telling people about Jesus Christ and all about heaven. So now I want you to listen really close. There's no way that I would have spent my whole life telling people about Jesus Christ without experiencing something authentic, something so special and real in my life. If I had not had such a life-changing experience, I never would have become a pastor, and I certainly would, have, would not have stayed being a pastor. If I had not experienced something so real in my life, I would have not continued to follow him. I mean, folks, to be honest, if I had not become a pastor, like many of you, I could have had every weekend in my life off doing something else besides coming to church and preaching one, two, and three services week after week. But listen close, not once have I desired to do anything else because the Lamb that lives gave to me a new and better and real, authentic life. And I want to tell others about that gift that He's given me that they may experience it too. So the question this Easter morning is simply this. Have you received this gift of life from Jesus? Life now and life eternal. Life to the full now and life eternal. Have you experienced that gift from Jesus? If not, I want you to know you can. Because the Lamb lives, His purpose for coming is still possible. That gift is still available to you, the gift of life now and forever. Because the Lamb lives, His power for overcoming is still available. That starting over power and that staying power is available to you. Because that Lamb lives, His promises for living are still reliable. You can count on Jesus Christ. A new life, now and forever, can be yours by simply starting a relationship with Jesus Christ, the Lamb who lives. The Bible says this, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and he will purify us from all unrighteousness. Folks, Easter changes everything because the living lamb of God makes changing anything possible. So why not open your hearts this Easter, if you've never done this, open your hearts to the living Lamb of God 
Say yes to the living Lamb of God who gave his life to pay for your sins that you might have life abundant, life to the full, now and for all eternity in heaven with him. Why not say yes to the living Lamb today? If you'd like to do that, as I close in prayer, wherever you're seated, maybe at a kitchen table, maybe on the floor of your family room, maybe on the couch somewhere, why not pray this prayer silently and sincerely in your heart? As I pray it, would you just repeat it in your heart or maybe say, yes, God, I mean this as well. Would you just say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are God. I believe that you lived. I believe that you died on a cross to pay for my sins. I believe that you came back to life and that you cause all who follow you to live again in heaven after they die. So on this Easter... 2020, I open the door of my heart to you, and I receive you into my heart. And as best as I know how, I will live for you. Lord Jesus, living Lamb of God, I commit these things to you in your powerful and precious name. Amen and amen.